Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for February 7th, 2020. I'm teaching a series entitled Great Freedom. I'm, teach- I'm going to actually be teaching on great freedom all year long. But we studied uh, at the beginning of the year, we went to 2 Corinthians chapter 3. We've been there for weeks uh, as far as 2 Corinthians. We looked at chapter 3. We crossed over into chapter 4. Right now we're at 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 13. We went there yesterday. I, I shared a message entitled Believing and Speaking. Today's message will flow in that same vein. The title of today's message is Say What God Revealed. As a born-again, blood-bought believer filled with the Holy Spirit, called according to God's plan and purpose for your life, you got to have the faith and the courage and the boldness and the audacity to say what God revealed. When God reveals something to you, you have to have the boldness to say it out loud. Take God public. So 2 Corinthians 4 and 13, the Bible says, and since we have the same spirit of faith, listen, you have the same spirit of faith Jesus had. And since we have the same spirit of faith, the Bible says, according to what was written, I believed and therefore I spoke, watch this, New Testament, we also believe and therefore speak. We believe and therefore speak. We believe what God reveals, and then we declare what God reveals. We speak what we believe. So what does this mean to you today on this Friday morning as we seek to close out the week strong, head into the weekend strong? I have three things to share with you. As I do, I want you to open up your heart to what God is saying. This is not a time for you to be focused on anything else. Right now, you might be on a train. You might be driving your car to work. You might be on an Uber, whatever, about to get on a plane. Just kind of lean in on what God is saying. Open up your heart to hear Three things. Number one, here we go. First thing is, our future is God's past. Our future is God's past. I don't know if you know that, but I mean, I've been teaching this for a while. Your future is God's past. God has already been to your future. He has already seen it. It's already played out before him. That's Ecclesiastes 3 and 15. So when he looks at your life today, he's looking for what he planned. He's looking for what he saw. He's looking for history to repeat itself. He's looking for his story to repeat itself in your life. He's looking for what he planned. Say amen to that. So God can show you your future because he's already been there, right? He could not show you your future if he didn't know what it was. So God gives you glimpses of your future because from heaven's perspective, it's already done. God reveals things to you by his spirit. God will give you almost like a commercial. You'll see yourself doing something you've never done. You get a glimpse of of yourself in the future and you're like, oh, that's me doing that. I haven't done it yet. Whoa. And you see yourself. And this may be something though. Uh, when God speaks, God is for God is always now because he's in eternity and we're in time. So God is outside of time. So when God speaks, it's always now. He speaks from the position of the eternal now, even though for you, it may not happen for five weeks or five months or five years, right? But for him is now. So for you is future. Your future is his past. So when God reveals something to you by his spirit, then your job is to see it in the spirit. I don't mean like see it with these eyes. I mean, see it in the spirit. That's 2 Corinthians 4 and 18. See it in the spirit, right? Believe it in your heart, even though it's huge. You're like, oh my God, why would you want to do that with me? You got to believe it, right? You will never get to faith if you can't get past belief. Unbelief 
is really what is killing the body of Christ. Stop. Get over unbelief. You got to believe it, no matter how big it is. So see it uh, with your eyes, like in your heart. Believe it, right? Then you got to believe it. Then watch this. This is what I'm talking about today. 2 Corinthians 4 13. Then declare it with your lips. I'm talking about open up your mouth and say something and then launch into this world ready to perform the corresponding actions required for you to see an earthly manifestation of what God revealed. So when you say something or do something solely based on what God revealed to you, especially when there is no sense realm evidence to support it, that my friends is faith. And that's how we're called to live. Number two. So uh, you're like, oh, well, Rick, so what does it look like to live by faith? What does it look like to live by faith? Okay, let me give you a, 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 a very uh, brief explanation. I'm, and I've explained faith over, over the years and I keep doing this. But faith, within the context of what I'm teaching today, faith peers into God's realm. Once again, not with these eyes. Faith peers into God's realm from the earth realm and then says what it sees. <laughs> faith peers into God's realm. I'm going to give you some examples. Faith peers into God's realm from the earth realm and then do, does what it saw. So it's something you say based on what you saw. It's something you do based on what you saw. So this is how God's will is going to be done in the earth as it is in heaven because you're living based on heaven's reality. You're actually living in sync with heaven, even if it means that you sometimes seem out of sync with the people down here in this world. I would rather be in sync with heaven and out of sync with the, the people of this world <clears throat> than the other way around. Living by faith means that what God revealed to you, this is why you got to stop, consider it, think about it, meditate it, medicate it, ponder it, go over it, over and over again, because you got to see yourself. It has to be so strong, so real to you that what God revealed to you is actually more real to you than what you see down here in this world. And when, when that becomes your reality, that you, that it is more real to you that, listen, this is what, this is who I am. This is what I'm going to do. Do you have the business yet? No, no, I don't have it yet in this world, but it's only a matter of time. Has this happened? No, no, it hasn't happened yet, but it's only a matter of time. Why? Because I've already, I have it. God, you have to have it on the inside well before it happens on the outside. God is not going to allow it to manifest on the outside until you get it down in your heart on the inside. Say amen to that. And then number three is what I'm talking about today. Your words and it, number three is don't be afraid to take God public. Don't be afraid to take God public. I mean, to say it out loud in front of people. When the Lord shows you something that is future to you, but past to him, don't be afraid to tell others about it. If, if you wait until God does it to then say it, let's say, okay, let me, God reveals something to you. It may not happen for a year, but you don't say anything to anybody and you just keep it in your heart. And then after God does it, you go around and say, oh, man, God told me that last year. Oh, man, God told me that last year. Okay, fine. God is still going to be glorified. God is going to get the glory. But God would have got a lot more glory if you had the audacity and the courage to say it a year ago. 
Anybody can say it after it's already done. It takes faith to say it out loud before it happens. So if you went around saying, no, this is what God showed me and this is what's going to happen. This is what God revealed to me and this is what's going to happen. Matter of fact, I'm declaring that it's already done. And then a year later it happens. People are like, man, you've been saying that thing for a year. Look at God. Look at God and God will be glorified. Do not be afraid to take God public. Abram had to have the audacity. God says to Abram, when he's 99 years old and his wife is 90 years old, and it, the Bible says in Romans 4 that, that he could not consider the deadness of his body. His stuff from the waist down wasn't working no more, nor could he consider the deadness of Sarah's womb. Her stuff had never worked. She couldn't have no babies when she was 17, and now she's 90 years old. And God said, no, you're still going to have that baby. Matter of fact, your name is Abraham, which means the father of many nations. So he had to walk around for a year saying, my name is Abraham, father of many nations. My name is Abraham. It's not Abram. It's Abraham, father of many nations, even though he didn't have the baby yet. He had to say it before the baby came at the risk of looking foolish. You have to have the faith to say it. David stood out there in front of two nations, two armies, and he stood there in front of everybody. And he said to Goliath, I'm going to cut your head off. And he said that all he had was a slingshot and a stone. He didn't even have a sword, but he saw it in the spirit and he was not afraid to say it. And he said it out loud in front of everybody. Today, everybody's going to know that my God is God, that my God is the only wise and true God. And I'm going to kill you today in front of everybody. And I'm going to cut your head off. And then what did he do? He killed him and he cut his head off because he saw it and he had the audacity to say it. I believe, Paul said, therefore have I spoken. We also believe, therefore we speak. M Mary, we dealt with Mary yesterday. Mary considered what God revealed to her through this angel. Oh my God, I'm going to have a baby. I'm going to get pregnant by the Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit will come upon me. I'm going to have a son. His name is Jesus. He's the son of God. He will have a kingdom and of his kingdom, there will be no end. She thought about it. This is crazy. She believed it in her heart. And then she said something with her lips and she said, Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. You got to have the audacity to say it. Don't be afraid to say to openly say what God placed in your heart. Do not be afraid to say it. When you have the audacity to take God public before it happens, it lets God know that you are truly confident in what he said. You are so confident that you are willing to look foolish at the risk of looking foolish. You, are, you have the audacity to say it out loud in public. And this is the type of confidence that God is looking for because this is the life of faith and faith speaks. Say amen to that. So let's speak some stuff. Let's declare some stuff. Let's say some stuff. Declare this over your life. Say, Father, I thank you for placing your spirit in me. Your spirit reveals things to me that were prepared for me, but concealed <clears throat> from me. As he does, I have the faith to see in the spirit, to believe it in my heart, to declare it with my lips, and to then launch out into this world, ready to perform corresponding actions in order to see an earthly manifestation of what you revealed. My future is your past, and I live by the revelation of what is to come. 
This is the life of faith. And this is how I live. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org and sign up and get the messages. There's a subscribe button. Click on it. Put in your email address and you're going to get all my notes in your email inbox for free. It's a Friday. Listen, head into this day, head into this weekend, ready to speak the language of faith, ready to believe whatever God reveals in your heart and, and have the audacity to say it at the risk of looking foolish. I'm, I've done this many, many, many times. Listen, do me a favor. Share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline with your friends. I love you. God loves you more. Have an amazing day, an amazing weekend. I'll see you on Monday morning. God bless you.